Hit it. Hey, how you doing? Hey, where you been? Three girls talking about a lot of love and sin. And there's someone sitting next to us. Who that freaking man? It's ooh, oh, oh, it's Keith. Welcome to a very wonderful episode of Three Girls, One Keith. Are you guys excited to be here today? I yes. am. Yes. Yes. Yay. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> this episode, I was thinking, what if we talked about confidence? Yeah, I like down. I'm confident that I'm probably be the really good on this one. Really? Okay, because <laughs> really you know, good. at the end of each episode, we will be voting a, an LVP. So even yes. if you just weren't the least valuable person of the episode, that would be a huge change. Um, guys, what are your goals for this episode? I'm a... I'm gonna reach the top of my game this time. Wow! This this episode, I'm gonna go way to the top, and I don't want you guys to be intimidated at what the top looks like. Okay, for me. we'll try not to get threatened by your success in this episode. <laughs> Rach, what's your goal? I just wanna I just wanna be alive. Ooh, Ooh cool. that's Choice. a really tiny goal if you think about Feeling it. Feeling alive <laughs> to continue to live. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it all on the floor, or as J Lo <laughs> calls it, the flow. Okay, all of it. I guess. Mine is, if not you, who? If not now, when? Wow. Let's uh, get in there and no pressure. We need this. Damn, that's there big. I want to change my goal now. <laughs> Today we are at the Spotify offices. That's exciting. I like um, this. Did you feel confident walking into the Spotify offices? Absolutely, I did. I did you? I walked in. I didn't even show ID. I'm like, just walk. No, I Keith, we, right we, we saw you walk in and show your ID. <laughs> just, what is this, Spotify? Oh. <laughs> That was <laughs> when I walk in buildings like this, I uh, I feel like a little bit nervous. I, I feel like, too. right? Like we're not really in, this is like a nice building. And it's like the tech world. Everybody's walking around with computers. They look smart. They look like they know what all their passwords are. And I'm just like walking around, like sticking to the wall. <laughs> they know what their passwords are. I feel foolish. Yeah, definitely walking in this building. It feels like an active lie. I'm like, I'm not an adult. What am I doing? In the in the refrigerator, all the labels were pointing forward. They have their shit together. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. whoa, do they think they're better than us? <laughs> this this topic is it's supposed to be about confidence. Yeah, yeah well, it guess is. what? You and just... you're showing how you're not confident. I'm confident. I, I walk in this damn uh -huh. building and I see people doing whatever they do, but I think I'm better. How about that? <laughs> whoa, you're, yeah. so you're that's not where just you're confident. wrong. You're, <laughs> you're arrogant. That's where you're wrong, Keith. I stay confident. I'm, I don't know why. I don't. Nothing. No, and despite our best efforts, you still have full blown self esteem. Because <laughs> I mean, really... I'm a little delusional. Yeah, but yeah. whatever. For, for but sure. But that works for you. Yeah. When yeah. I feel comfortable and confident is when I don't have a bra on, I'm on stage and the boobs are going, you know, high and low, and that's when I feel the best. But yeah. I, 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 it's a, it's like for me, it's a whole, it's up a mountain, down in the valley. Yeah. Seeing you and getting to know you, it's like, Someone sees you on stage and you are a complete rock star. It's you transcend everything. And and uh there's no one more powerful. But but also part of your show, you see that you're a sweet little angel. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I think people are really surprised <laughs> when they talk to you after that you're almost shy. Yeah. You know, and 
What do you attribute that to? Well, I think that like it's like uh, lifting a boulder up a mountain to try to get all that energy and confidence on stage. And it's like, who I wish I could be. I don't know. I wish that I could have like you have such great confidence, Amy. Like we walk in a bar, you see somebody, you want to talk to him, you go talk to him. I yeah. start sweating. I crawl under the table. <laughs> well, usually but... it's the bartender. <laughs> and then right. I relate like... to him like, oh, this isn't so hard. I'll talk to him too. Right. <laughs> but then there's times where we're out and we'll be drinking yeah. or whatever. And you'll get super confident. And so will yeah. I. But I think th- those times, it's almost like we're playing a role. Yeah. Like we're playing a character, like the yeah. sassiest versions of ourselves. Yeah. You know? Like but- I'm Samantha, Miranda, and Carrie, and the other one. Oh, my God. Who am I missing? Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, my God. Well, Charlotte's a sweetheart. You're not Charlotte. No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like your confidence can be just taken from you so quickly. And as we get older, I think it gets easier And I think for us, that balance of like being super strong and powerful and dominating on stage. And then the like also the little girl in there um, who just wants somebody to hug them. Being a, you know, growing up, being a kid and all that, I was all, we would go to parties and you had to actually ask girls to dance. Now, when I when I went there, I made sure I had my special slow jam pants on. What? Oh, Christ. Yeah. What in the yeah. world? Z Cavaricis. Oh, my oh. God. You wore those when you were eliminated from Star Search, right? Yeah. I think I saw some Cavaricis out there. Yeah. yeah. You Z, also uh, had my, the MC Hammer thing. Yeah, that was my that was my show pants and yeah. my slow pants. Sure. I go, <laughs> I make the slow jams Uh-oh. with it because the girls like to, you know. To the Lord. No, we don't know. Did you have parachute pants? Yeah. Oh my the god, the girls like those. the parachutes. Yeah, yeah, they like the parachutes, and I go. Nice slow jam comes on, and I skip over to them. Yeah. And I said, "Excuse me, lady. My name is Keith from South Philly." <laughs> oh Christ! They this when you're South living in South Philly. Philly? Yeah. Was this in yeah. South Philly when, when you did this? That. And they is it right around then they usually call Philly. the authorities? Or <laughs> it could be the Mount Air, Mount Airy. Germantown or whatever. Oh, oh okay. God. All right. You are cooking today. Huh? I'm just trying to tell you how, how I live my life. Pants. Okay. All right. Sure. So keep That's going. how I live my life. You know, sometimes life. when I'm hanging out with you, I, I want to jump right out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I could use those parachute pants. <laughs> when you used to wear your hammer pants and all, like you're so confident, did you ever get like a like an accidental boner or anything? Like when you're pulling no, the No, it wasn't accidental. It was on purpose. You what are you talking about? Accidental. To on Star Search, Every time you slow jam. <laughs> Every time you slow jam, yeah. First of all, Keith walked into my green room once after a show with the semi. You had <laughs> half an Did erection. he point it out to you? Or you saw oh, it? Oh, absolutely. No, I, I saw it. it and he was like, yeah, that's how I roll or something. Wow. Like, with an erection? You wow. roll with an erection? I roll with an erection. <laughs> I don't know if you guys feel like this. I'll have a moment where I'm like, wait a second. Am I awesome? Am I, am I the truth? Yeah. And I'll have this <laughs> wild sure. burst of confidence where I'm like, Wait, I'm probably the shit. Yeah. And then immediately it'll be taken from me. Like of I Of course. I I just did this uh gig and they had like a car service come get me and then they had somebody meet me at my car and walk me up into my show and I looked in the show and it was like really full and I'm like, "Am I actually awesome?" Yeah. <laughs> you are. Like awesome. I guess I'm a superhero. So I was like, "Wait a second. Like I did this. I wrote these jokes and these people are here and they're here to see me and and uh, and this kind of beautiful like, moment. Yeah, it's a fine moment. Sure. And this handsome security guard walked me to my room. And, it, it, you know, how fine he is isn't really the point of the story. Yeah, but it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why he not? happened to be quite fine. And then I sit in my green room and I just had that moment where I was like, 
yeah, I built a career for myself, you know, like I used to go to school with my hair dripping, like actively dripping because I didn't know how to <laughs> dry it p- properly. Okay, and that then- is your parents' fault. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty tough. my hair. Oh, no, Keith, you don't. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was a moment I was feeling myself. I'm like, my show is full of people that find me delightful. You're liking your own Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I heard this girl outside uh, and then these two girls talking and one of them was like, why are we seeing Rachel Feinstein? She sucks. <laughs> and then the other girl goes, I know. We're just like here to pregame, whatever. And, Whoa! <laughs> and first of all, I was very confused as to why anyone would choose an active comedy show to pregame. Why not go to a bar? It's such a confusing choice. She bought a <laughs> ticket. But why? Why did that get to me? I saw the, the, the fine security guard just kind of softly shut the door because he knew that I heard it. So <laughs> I just saw his like like strong man hand just quietly shut <laughs> yeah. the door and that was the worst part just i think we've it, all heard yeah. people oh, yeah. have been in a green room and heard people leaving and i mean maybe not keith um no but has <laughs> did that ever happen yeah, to you of course. yeah yeah you get like why is he the guy right i heard a, you, you know you should tell a uh, guy was open up you should have been the headliner you should have been the headliner. everyone <laughs> says that <laughs> like, oh, <gee." laughs> yeah people would say that to me before i was headline you know i'd be opening for a tell or jim norton and they'd be like you should be the headliner and i'm like yeah. okay i just did 15 minutes and they did like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah, exactly on. and then once i was headlining they'd go up to mark norman and be like you should have been the headliner oh, no. i would tell mark he should have been the headliner or in the case with bridget she actually became the headliner uh, <laughs> um, much smaller venues ladies and gentlemen but i will be touring soon yeah check our dates check all of our dates let me <laughs> let me just ask this one question okay i don't know so, and then you, have, and you, then you never talk again before no he, he just talks good questions. no that's true that's true no I'm so being a hater. i'm listening to y'all are y'all saying that things give you confidence Tell me what gives you the confidence. Right. Is getting things that give you confidence or just knowing, I think believing in that's yourself? That's a good question, but yeah, go ahead, Bridge. What's important to me is like being like a fucking great singer and making people laugh and making people smile. That makes me feel really confident that the thing that makes me so happy makes other people happy. And the fact that there's more people that come and see it now it's like a, uh, reminding me to listen to the own voices in my head. I constantly for many years was like doing stuff in clubs, like doing crazy shit. I should not have been doing like taking a razor and shaving myself on oh my stage. God, I like just, do that. <laughs> just doing like <laughs> wild shit just to get people to listen. Right. Multitasking. Um, multitasking. Yeah. That's right. You're productive. I'm sorry. Honestly, when I was getting out of the shower today, I was like, okay, this is now an actual crisis. Like I have an Amber alert between my legs. No, but I think, um, you know, we're all, in our late 30s or 40s, Keith is in his early 80s. 70. <laughs> early 70s. It's above and up to the 80s. But I'm still confident, oh, damn yeah. it. yeah, he's so confident. He can tell you everything about 1910. Um, but I think, for me, I have confidence as a comedian, for sure. And, and, and after a great show, like, Rach, you were saying, like, I'll be like, I should be doing this. Like, I'm doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. And then, but then... uh Really, what I've learned is that my my real confidence comes from who I am as as a sister and as a friend and a dog owner and a wife now. And that stuff is is the most important to me because everything else feels like it could maybe be fleeting. So who I am as a daughter and a sister, like all that stuff is 
what what makes me feel the most confident and that's the stuff i hold on to because it seems the the realest to me yeah and again you know i like to remember that we're all gonna die that's super duper (laughs) confidence confidence building before the rest of us but yeah of course Uh, of course yeah pretty much I think it might be time for pound it or pass. Do you want to pound it or do you want to pass? Pass. Do you want to pound it or do you want to pass? Pound it. I have a pitch for pound it or pass. It might not be good. Okay. We're, we're listening. Um, Oprah and Gail. Wow. wow. Okay. So, you know. You can't together. just choose one. It's got to be both. It's both. That's fair. All in or That's all fair. out. I'll go first and I'm going to give a big pound it to both of them. I'll do whatever I can to make, to ensure that they have a great time. (laughs) Um, I'll Google and I'll watch videos before, (laughs) you know, before I pound it. I'll get in there too. I'm going to be a very generous lover. (laughs) Where do you see yourself with them? I feel like uh, I'm starting with Gail, you know, because everybody starts with Oprah, but I want to start with Gail. Make sure you take care of Gail. And then afterwards we can all have coffee or tea and just unpack what we just done and then get back in there and try better and go in for another round. That's sweet. Come back out and then maybe talking about it on a Super Soul Sunday. That's kind of a goal, actually. That's a beautiful (laughs) goal. Yeah. I do picture also like kind of in a field with like small dogs and and some beautiful like English snacks, like cucumber sandwiches and scones and creams. You know, to yeah. celebrate the beautiful because it would be like four o'clock in the afternoon or something. It's day. Yeah, it it's is day. day. It's day. Okay. Um, we're trash, and we're speaking honestly. Um, Keith. Uh, <clears throat> oh God. I gotta clear my throat for this. I'm a. I'm a go in. I'm yeah, going in. Nice. Yeah, nice. I'm definitely nice. going in. Mm-hmm. Um, have books all over the place for Oprah's, <laughs> for Oprah's book club and all that. Would you song them? Would you song Gail and Oprah? Oh, absolutely. What song are we thinking about for Gail and Oprah? Oh, For the Love of You, uh, Isley Brothers. Oh. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a perfect song. It's nice. Right? What a romantic song to yeah. pound it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the folks said, wow, you know, Oprah first. Okay. Gail reads a couple of chapters of sure. her favorite book, whatever it may uh-huh. be. Yeah. And, um... Then I, you know, 250 with Oprah. Okay. And I'm going 325 with a gal. Wow. And he's talking about pumps. If you haven't heard about the, uh, please pumps. understand <laughs> that it's about pumps. <laughs> um, that's beautiful. That is. is beautiful. I love those. Bucks. I'm when, when If that song gets through, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, Rach. Oh, pounds. Pound nice. Town. Taking them to Pound Town. Yeah, I'm thinking about some sweet sponge baths. And uh, <laughs> I love that. It is like a very nurturing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sort of spa day. I like that we associate them with like just the most beautiful, peaceful day of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I did so much press for I Feel Pretty and people wanted to know when were you not confident? Like people like to hear about that, you know, because it makes them feel better about themselves or and I guess also makes you more human um but there were like years of in school it was kind of like the let the boys be funny let the boys talk and speaking up as a girl it was a little bit like why is a girl talking and that that might sound strange but it was really that clear and overt and that felt really unfair to me at the time and I felt like a, a an anger about it aren't girls more mature at that age and uh, like in 
junior high, even than elementary. Men? Yeah, you're always women are girls are always more mature than so the guys. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like men, uh, like I know my son. I say my son, for instance. Yeah. This girl came to him and she said, "Do you like boys or girls?" He's like, "I like girls." Uh-huh. And she said, "Prove it." And my son ran to his mother's room crying because she said, "How old was he?" He's like nine or ten. Okay. You know, and but he was like, you know, she was bold out there with it. Uh, you know, like, look, this is what I want. Right. But he ran. You know, he didn't have that confidence yeah. like that because you know that's all on the, you. That's I was like that you. though when I was like eight or yeah. nine or ten. Like I was just like I, you know, I just had a, a lot more confidence. But yeah. all of a sudden, like when you start getting the boobs and like you start liking boys in a different, more specific uh, right. way than and that like people say mean things to people you. People say mean things, yeah. And I had like for one a long time, I had one front tooth, and that sort of <laughs> that that. <laughs> if you want to say that. what your nickname was, oh, Fang, and it's not right, and that's like what my brothers would call me and my dad. <laughs> Well, that's where the first bullying starts. Yeah, at, yeah. At bullying home. starts in your home. And they, and they think yeah. they're just giving you a hard time and making you part of the team and making you toughen up and be they're funny. They're doing lasting damage. They are doing lasting <laughs> that damage. Will, that it'll take a, a lifetime to get yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. I think that it doesn't occur to you that people have different bodies or uh, or anything, and then you get to this age, and then kids start saying some mean things, and then you think, oh, something's wrong with me. Like. I'm I'm not right, you know, and then you get older and you watch a bunch of amateur porn and you're like, everyone's bodies are so different, you know, and then you feel good about yourself again. Um, shout out to amateur porn. I like oh yeah, you. Got, you got to watch amateur porn. And well, I mean, that is, that is a place where I was like, could you go to a swim meet? Well, or it's so? like every movie <laughs> star. Go to a beach <laughs> and that, that, okay, you raise a very valid point. Okay. Or a mall. Um, wherever you want to compare your body. But it's um, important to remember that everybody needs a cheerleader. Like everybody needs, yeah. when you're that age, you need people telling you that you're smart and that you're talented and that you're even you're one person at, changes even, a kid's life. Even yeah. one oh person. My God, because yeah. I remember every teacher that like sat down and had a moment with me and was like, "You are special, and I believe in you." I remember. And I think about those teachers. Can you name some of them? Yeah, Rodney Rogers in college. Well, his was more like, um, <laughs> he was like, you're so smart and you have so much potential. I want you to apply yourself. You're not applying yourself. Oh, and we then, put you on blast. <laughs> <laughs> and my first swim coach, Joe, just always told me how smart and funny it was and how much uh, personality I had, but that you know could get me in trouble, so watch myself. Right. But, but like, you doubt it, you know? You really yeah, I remember you really the first do. teacher, Suzanne Borenzweig. Yes, Bornswag. Wherever you are, Bornswag. Yes, Queen. But I was in the bathroom, and, you know, I was always failing Ds, Fs, whatever, in high school. And I remember she was like... <laughs> Rachel's brilliant, but you, we both have learning disabilities. Probably yeah, everyone in this room is some oh sort of a learning disability. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was always in summer school. I had to dance for summer school. Like, everybody knew my entrance, my summer school dance. <laughs> they put on too yeah. short. <laughs> but I remember, because, like, I was being funny in class, and I had just got scolded. And I do this dance that I called the monkey, but it was just a series of like heinous pounces and yelping sounds. And everybody was laughing at me, you know, and it was just like I was doing the ugliest, dumbest thing with my body and that everybody was laughing. And then um, one guy was like, that's gross. Like, no one wants to see that. That's gross. You shouldn't do that. And I I, I still remember like, but it's funny. Like, who cares if I'm flailing around in an actively disgusting way? It's it's getting laughs and Mm -hmm. people are having fun. And then uh, I went to the bathroom after and just like thought, like I got really embarrassed. I was like, I can never do that shameful dance <laughs> yeah. again. He took your power. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember Suzanne Bornsweig was like, 
that dance was funny. She's oh, like, who cares? Oh. <laughs> she was like, that was funny. Well, you know, look, they had a seat for me in the back of the class all the time. They put the seat, special key seat, right in the back. <laughs> right. But the girls would always say, stop, you ain't mature, blah, blah, blah. But I ain't paying no attention. I didn't care. I was just, I wanted to make people laugh. And that's what I did. Yeah. So whatever I, you know, I start a coughing thing and everybody start coughing. And, <laughs> and we like, <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a pretty good And, trick. you know, the girls go, oh, we hate that. You're immature. Look at him. He's doing this again. But I love the attention. I yeah, love it. Yeah, and you're still like that. Yes, I do. Were there I any do. girls in your class that were really funny? Do you yes. remember? Yeah. Yes. Brenda Smith, Mama Tookie. Just... <laughs> Hysterical. From Brenda Smith, hilarious, hilarious right? Mama Tookie. Tell us, I can see you being really sweet with the funny girls, the and, funny like, girls and you guys connecting, just, right? Yes, they were my girls. Yeah. They, you know, we were friends. We still yeah. friends today. Yeah. We, I, when I mess with people, I mess with a lot of people. I would tease a lot of girls, a lot of guys, whatever. It didn't matter. You like attention. Everybody, you like conflict. Yeah, yeah, everybody can get it. So when you're a kid, you really don't realize like I was in, I was sitting in church, right? This girl named Tammy Shavers, who it's a hot name. Yeah, yeah. T- well, <laughs> I used to mess with her all the time. Like, oh, you liked at, her? No, nah, I didn't like her. But okay. I just wanted to. And in church, I was we're old now. I'm like 19, 20, and she's sitting behind me in church, and she's kicking my chair. That's how much a effect I had on her wow. in school, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't realize the effect of me messing with a lot of people because I thought it was just all fun. Right, you laugh, you go home, get yeah. congratulated, people congratulate. Yeah. But in a sense, well, I was a bully. I hear you. I think we all gravitate toward toward each other so much. Yeah. You know, later in life, because we're all like, oh, my God, that's how I like to joke around, too. Like, and we all just trash each other. And that feels like love to us. But at a young age, like, that's not how everybody jokes around. And even with some friends and family, they're like, hey, I don't like I don't like being teased like that, you know. And you're like, oh, but then when we all found each other later, we're like, yes, there are other people like me. It's like the end of land before time, you know. And, And to that also, what you said about teachers, like. When you're younger, there are there's a couple teachers that that really make you want to shine and be yourself. But but with people like us who like had some behavioral things, we're made to feel like we're bad and we're wrong instead of just being nurtured for being different, you know? Yeah. And so the teachers who make you feel bad about being different in that way, well, I, had, I think that's real negative. But I had a Spanish teacher, Miss Garcia, and she took chalk <laughs> and wrote E E E. Right across my head. <laughs> so, wow, that seems that illegal. Was, that's a test score. <laughs> like, a you test know, like score? F, 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 like I failed, you know? But with <laughs> an E? Like you did so bad you got an E? Yeah. That seems e, like child e. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, are we all allowed to write on you with chalk? Because that seems kind of Absolutely. really fun. <laughs> what offends somebody, like Amy was saying, like we all have our language with each other that, that makes us feel good and we, and we have a certain kind of joking around. And what offends one person won't offend another. I remember I had this teacher, Miss Volo, and she did all kinds of wild things with her arm and a lot of like lunging side to side. <laughs> um, and when, when she was teaching science, when she was really sciencing, I mean, she was lunging back and forth and in a lot of gallops during sessions. And I would do an impression of Volo, but I loved Volo. I yeah. loved her science gallops, you know? You felt like also, it was flattering. Yeah, and like, and uh, and I was terrible at science. Um, and I I actually stole some fetal pigs once. And, what? Um, 
Ma'am? You stole? Fetal pigs? We took a fetal pig we were supposed to be dissecting. Right now I'm starving. We had a plan (laughs) (laughs) to meet at the football field later that night. We got 40s and we just hurled a fetal pig. I don't know. Guess what? That sounds like a fucking blast, okay? You feel like you're admitting something and I'm like, that sounds so fun. Oh, okay. Now I'm horny. You got me drip, drip, dropping. Welcome to Okay, Now I'm Horny. Okay, so what's something lately that's been just sort of doing it for you that surprises you? I've been looking at a DC uh, comic TV show mm-hmm. called Black Electric, I think it's called. It's called Black Electric? But There's no way that that's it's it. It's Black yeah. Lightning. What is same Black thing. Electric? Black Lightning, Black Electric. Oh, my God. But it's the same thing, and I, I lo- I've I been looking at it, and women there are just, like, beautiful. They're slamming? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that really... Got me sparked up a it. little bit. You yeah. do have a new, like, vibrant energy, and it's yeah. black lightning. Black lightning is <laughs> wow. doing it for me. Good for you. I mm, feel mm, it. Mm. It's making me excited that you're On excited. On a CW, <laughs> black lightning. What about you guys? Anything say, yeah. come to your mind? I got something that sort of makes me, like, my, my heart horny. Okay. Like, not, like, not my, my, heart. Not my sure. cookie, but my heart. Okay. Sometimes when Poppy, my dog. Yeah. Poppy Louise Mandrell. <laughs> is sleeping, and she's, like, in a dead, deep sleep, and I say, Poppy! And she rips her head up and like she's been sleeping so hard on her face it looks like she's got bell's palsy it's like her lip is all curled up under and it's like half of her face is still sort of tucked into her into her snout and she's like where are we going (laughs) (laughs) like you're uh, gonna rush her to the airport yeah so i I, i'm into that right now that's what you're that's getting you up in the morning Rach, you got... I dropped uh, the stick from a lollipop after I ate it. Again, I know this is arousing people at home, but oh, yeah. focus on my words. Um, and nice. somebody picked it up and handed it to me. I didn't even need it. But you know what? How lovely. That's so thoughtful. Babe, I see. I think that's you, aggressive. Babe. I think that's somebody saying, <laughs> you were littering. Here, do you want this lollipop <laughs> stick back? Wait a minute. Fetching that, right. Wait a minute. Trash you're, back you're, you. you're, the fact that it helped you up with your lollipop stick made you horny? I was actively aroused. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm on the edge some days, and all you have to do is hand me a Goodwill receipt I just dropped, and I'll be right on fire. <laughs> I, okay, so I'm going to be real, real. Um, so lately, it's truly been Chris. It's been my husband. Like, he's been doing it for me. Yeah, I'm psyched. And uh, I told you this already, Rach. <laughs> so we got in bed, and our little dog, Tatiana Rani Maslani, was on my stomach, and 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 Chris, like I could feel, was like trying to get at me, you know. And um, we like kissed for a second, and then he like immediately, and, and you know, in men that's foreplay. Like he like kissed me like for one second, and then literally took my underwear off. And I'm like, they're holding Tati, he takes my underwear off it, it, very quickly. And I was like, um, let's let's do it in the morning, you know. And he's like, okay. And then I was like, can you put my underwear back on? <laughs> so I didn't want to move the dog, and uh, and so then he like. He's putting my underwear back on, and I was like, it's inside out. So he had to, like, I was like, this is so awful. When I first got Poppy, I used to put her out of the room, like, when I was masturbating, like, with my headphones on. Yeah. And I was like, she can't see this. But now she's like, we're, she we're right next to each other. She knows. It's fine. Tatiana, um, she's been humping my arm lately. I got called out by a girl once because my dog would sleep in a crate, and the second we got closer together, he got up, got off the <laughs> couch and walked into his crate and faced the wall. Oh, no! <laughs> it's like Jacob Tremblay in Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he my totally God. Uh, wow. called me out on the spot. 
we've reached almost the end of the episode. So do you, do you guys feel like you reached your goals? Bridge, yours was, if if not you who, if not now when, right? Yeah, I think I did a pretty good job. I'm going to yeah. give myself a 7 out of 10. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna just see your 7 out of 10 and raise you to a 10 out of 10. You <laughs> Thank you so much. Great episode. Um, <laughs> I said I was going to leave it all on the flow. I feel like I left almost all of it on the flow, but some of it is not on the flow. So <laughs> I'll be real. Uh, Rach... What about you? What was your goal? Mine was to be alive. Were uh, you alive? I set the bar very low, yeah. and um, I have a pulse. You do so have a pulse. <laughs> as you are I'm concerned. Ding, 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 you ding. You got it. And Keith, you said you are going to reach the very, very top of the top. Well, you know, it's, it feels good to be <laughs> the podcast king, as I call myself. <laughs> and you know, you know, and, and I, as I see you girls struggle to keep up with me, it's tough. You know, I'm feeling really good about what I've done. Yeah, it's weird so because cool. Podcast uh, Magazine called you more of a duchess. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'm so glad you leaned in. Thank you, Cheryl Sandberg. Um, you know, and you did. You ascended way past us in this episode. And it was cool that you kept looking back to check in on us from uh, the uh, levels that you got to this episode. Thank you. Um, which is strange because my vote for the least valuable on this podcast was you, Keith. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel... Surprised with how great you did. You look so confused right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it, I, I'm shocked by it too. I'm Ooh, so sorry. <laughs> hey guys, this was a great episode. We really did it. You've been listening to Three Girls, One Keith. Stay strong. Talk soon. Did you know that if you listen to Three Girls, One Keith on Spotify free and premium, you get the extra special, extra hilarious extended cut of all our episodes. So next time you have a burning desire for Three Girls, One Keith, head over to Spotify free or premium for the extra special version. Just a quick heads up that all future seasons of Three Girls, One Keith will be available only on Spotify free and premium. So might as well hit pause, head over to Spotify and follow Three Girls, One Keith. Three Girls, One Keith is a Spotify original podcast. Our executive producers are me, Amy Schumer, and Kevin Kane. Our executive producers at Spotify are Natalie Tella and Robin Hopkins, along with the team at Gilded Audio Design, Andrew Chug, Whitney Donaldson, and Dan Rosato. Really good. Did you like that? Yes. Yes.